So I'm going to try a new desktop setup. Oh boy. Yeah, this works. So we built that desk in the living room. Right. And uh, and so I'm going to give it a shot and see how it sounds this episode. And it's an early track, so, you know, if it sounds like shit. I'm just worried <laughs> because I have a... I'm using a desktop mic stand, not a clipped-on arm mic stand, which I might get for okay. this desk. Um, uh-huh. That you'll hear me typing, or while I'm listening, I might knock on the table a little bit so i'm interested Uh, to see how much mousing because now i'm using a mouse you'll hear oh yeah no uh, more trackpad then no i'm like i'm like at my desk using the mac wow okay yeah wow look at you yeah i got avid up and running tonight (laughs) on it runs like a dream so now i have avid premiere and final cut on here sweet i'm crossing the streams man and I was gonna say, fucking <laughs> okay, crossing. Is that like an editor's cream dream right the there? Screen. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm sure lots of people do it. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like that was me typing right now. I'm not sure how that's gonna go over. But uh, for in the recording, because it didn't sound, it didn't sound uh, correct. Yeah. So like, knocky. It didn't sound like this. It didn't go. Right. Yeah. The mic know, is to the right of my keyboard, and you are laying on the desk to the left of my keyboard so if that didn't sound too bad to you <laughs> much like dr dr ian malcolm <laughs> yeah shirtless on the desk <laughs> that's right uh, i had to watch it today i had to watch it today <laughs> often you uh you two dig up dinosaurs yeah. <laughs> dino <laughs> droppings droppings <laughs> dino droppings <laughs> So uh, describe to me your setup, man. Uh, So I've got a desk. I I haven't taken a nice picture of it for you because it's not done. But I've got a desk with a, what is this, a 28-inch monitor, 4K monitor that I'm displaying because I can't read shit. And I don't wear glasses, but I have it scaled um, Uh to some size. But yeah, it's a 28-inch Samsung plugged into my Mac Ooh. Pro with my Avid Editor's Keys backlit keyboard and my Logic Pro Master MX Master 2S mouse. Uh, and that's like my normal edit setup. But I'm going to try it for the pod tonight. I'm excited, and man. See, look at you. See how it goes. Look at, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jimmy Eat Pod. <laughs> when i was so you know we're geeking out over my computer and it's fun uh we have fun um but uh when i submitted the proposal for these systems uh the <laughs> the guy's reaction was geez we could buy cars for that price <laughs> this is jimmy pod Yeah, man. <laughs> it's a one-two punch. Hell yeah. Hoo-hoo. All right. Woo. Okay. Uh, it's funny how we both realized. <laughs> Was it in the Discord that that you said, is this another one of those where 
it, 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 I mean, yes, it is one of those tracks. But yeah, when when I realized it, I'm not sure. I have a feeling. You know hold what on, it was? I think it I'm was coming like in hot here. Here we go. I'm gonna dial myself down. I was like, why is there so much noise? And I have a feeling that I. Uh, okay, there we are, everybody. Now I'm not so blown out, and you probably don't hear so much room noise. Okay, so yes, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, um, it was from the moment that when we're gonna get into this again, we're gonna get to the bottom of this this darn red album thing. It was when we mentioned uh, Mamacita. That's right. And both Linux and Futures Past came in and said, oh, there's a, there's a song, Look at You, and then also Cars that both mentioned Mamacita, which makes sense. Right. Right. So we realized at that point, which was, I think, early September. So a few weeks ago, we realized that it's, it's another one of those double ones that was on one, two, three, four, and then also uh, the self-titled EP. A rare double shot. Whoa, but, let me turn that off. Uh-huh. But I got some interesting, yeah, We're I got learning. some interesting, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? This is it. But we start over at 101. This is That's like right, episode yeah. one. <laughs> How do I do this? <laughs> Jane, stop this crazy thing. <laughs> oh, you know what? I never checked. That you were recording? <laughs> no, no, I am recording. Um, I never checked for the song meanings for this. I just annotated it. I've got it. Uh, yeah. Was there one for songmeetings.com, though? There were two on songmeetings.com. Oh, any anything worth? Uh, yeah, there's one that has like the best breakdown of everything, and I forget which uh, song it was on. Uh, gotcha. If it was okay, on I'm cars it or it, it was posted by Christ Six Nine, <laughs> who I believe we've talked about before. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, okay, <laughs> okay, I am ready. <laughs> All right, Taking man. Uh, okay, cool. Oh, wait, housekeeping. Do you want to do the, housekeeping. the old... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, ahead, go <laughs> housekeeping first. 101, we're figuring this out. Okay, housekeeping. <laughs> yeah. um, Futures Deluxe dropped, and now we know where that Sparkle 2021 remastered, non-LP version yes. came from, uh, that we found on Tidal, standing alone all of a sudden, and we were like, what? Right. What is this? Why yeah. is this standing alone here? And, uh, and now we have the answer. Well, I'm not sure why that particular song was standing alone uh, as a 2021 remaster, but now we know... The Futures Deluxe Redo, Redux, um, is now out and uh, yeah. and invading everybody's ear holes. So that's Oh cool. my gosh. Yeah, it's been my hot uh, my hot album the last week. Oh good. <laughs> well, I guess it's since Friday, right? Yeah. I've been Yeah, since Friday, so not even a week. Yeah, I've been too busy figuring out life. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Which I I'll, I'll go into more maybe on Patreon and then more later but um but yeah i i everything's everything's all cattywampus so i haven't listened to <laughs> did you notice any differences between the uh remastered tracks and the no in fact i i didn't know how to word it but i asked zach on his little uh mini q a for futures he said like the ask me anything uh futures edition i'd say there were about uh a dozen Maybe two dozen that he had answered didn't answer mine. And I just asked about the mastering. Like, what, what was the difference between this? Did you just hand I did it too? Off to... I said, what, what are we listening for uh, between these right. two versions? And I also, you know, got no answer. So, um, okay. But uh, we did get some answers from the community. Uh, let me pull up a couple of the screenshots that I took here. We know that Steve's rare music got his question answered. Yeah. And uh, let's see which one, because I feel like there were. It must have been this. What happened to Jen? Big cars. 
Jim's dad mentioned Jen sounded a lot like Pop Goes the World. We reached out to the songwriter and they wanted a large share of publishing, so we binned it. Big Cars just didn't feel right yet, so we shelved it. And uh, here's another one. Want to say sorry for downloading the leak. Hadn't heard, uh, had heard Kill at the Glass House and needed to hear Studio. Oh man, that leak was massive fucking bummer thanks trans world magazine music editor <laughs> and so i love i love when we find out who did the leaks right on accident um oh and then i did answer i did ask the question that we've mentioned here which is somehow we found out that or somebody had mentioned that the future's master tapes had been lost in the big universal fire and so we've been talking about that on the pod uh Right. And uh, so I asked, were the Future's Master Tapes and Sessions lost in the big Universal Fire a few years back? And Zach says, not that we're aware of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cannot confirm nor deny. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Basically. So, uh, so yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I saw that one. Um, and that was me. Um, so, yeah, some other cool ones uh, that I did not screenshot that are in the Discord, if you join us, linked at our share link. Um. Oh, and then finally, Zach uh, had come down with COVID-19. As far as we can tell, he was the only person in the band uh, universe uh, that had come down with it. And as he was quarantining and staying healthy, as far as we know, everything is on the up and up there. Um, but uh, yeah, just sending Zach our best because that is a huge yeah. fucking bummer. Um, yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and the risk that these bands are taking going out, like it's a scary time, man. Yeah. Luckily, they're not in the middle of a big, huge tour. Like, obviously, they're playing shows, but, you know, uh, I'm so out of it. Unless they're playing here uh, at a dedicated show that I have tickets to. I, did they cancel any shows? No, and they haven't. We have our uh, our Paso Robles show coming up, and that's still on as far as we know. Okay, cool. Yeah. And when is that show coming up, huh? The show is on October 19th, Tuesday, October 19th. Oh, okay. And then you're going also on the yeah. 23rd, huh? Uh, No, I am not. I'm not attending that. Oh, okay. We are going to be camping that weekend, so oh. I will not be able to go to the uh, Chain Fest. Ah. Yeah, unfortunately. That's okay. But we'll get a smaller show with Jim and gang a few days before that, so we'll, we're happy. Sweet. So look at you, cars. Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch that episode <laughs> of uh, The Hot Ones with Paul Rudd? Oh, yeah. Okay. That was one of the first ones that I it's watched. So yeah. Um. So... Uh, <laughs> We knew that we would probably mention it at least on this episode. Uh, yes. And so I was very excited when we decided to move that song into the 101st spot. Um, look at yeah. you, Cars. Cars has ASCAP information, uh, which is interesting. And let me tell you why. When you go to the ASCAP information site, and it tells you all the stuff about who owns the song, publishing, all that stuff, writers... James Christopher Atkins, Zachary Michael Lind, Thomas Daryl Linton, Richard E. Birch. Really? Yes. Huh. He has credit on this? He's got a writing credit on this. And this song was written and released twice <laughs> with Mitch Porter <laughs> on bass. Uh, so I'm very sure this was just like in a big... Uh, we need to publish this thing and let's not bother Mitch with <laughs> licensing all this stuff. And they're not going to place this song in anything that's going to make us any money anyway. So let's just get it licensed or something. Right. Like that's 
Could we? Yeah. I don't know how that works. I mean, we maybe we can have one of the the an ass cap lawyer on one oh, time that, that, would that be can fun. just explain to us. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe uh Justin T. Miller can come in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh so yeah, it's just such uh, an interesting an interesting thing. My guess is the song is never getting placed. And uh and so they're not gonna make a grip of money off of it. So, you know, what uh, Mitch probably got as much as he was going to get out of the band before they even right. recorded Static and signed to Capitol. So, right. Uh, anyway, uh, "Look at You" is from the album or from the seven inch one two three four, where or one thousand two hundred thirty four, and uh, "Cars" is from their nineteen ninety four self titled. Uh, it's track one of four. "Look at You" is on the seven inch. Track eleven of eleven on the self titled release date. So. I believe we said the 1,234 seven inch was mid 94 because they yeah, had the early 94 demo tape. That's called the 1993 demo, but was recorded in the early hours between January 26th and 27th, 1994. Then December 94 was the self-titled. So somewhere in the middle of there was 1,234 when they had look at you and then got renamed and registered to ASCAP as cars. Um, right. So bizarre. Uh, produced by Steve Naughton and the band. Recorded at the Phoenix Recording Company, which we decided was a church, right? Uh, yes. Right. Christian Central Church, I think. Uh, written by Jimmy Eat World. Artist is Jimmy Eat World. Singer is Tom, I'm pretty sure. Um, featuring <laughs> Mitch on bass. Steve Naughton is the engineer. Larry Elia is mastering. Craig Robeson did the photography for, I'm assuming all this information, yes, is coming from the self-titled 94. And Jim Schroeder did the design of the 94 uh, self-titled. Label is Wooden Blue on both releases. No notable high notes or low notes. So, Look At You is the demo of Cars. So, do we listen to them back to back? Like, (laughs) Yeah, sure. I've got them queued up. Now, just to give you, I want to, I want to just kind of uh, touch on this again. I found that red album custom thing that we were talking about last time, and I and I joked about Mamacita. So it makes sense why Mamacita is was in this Jimmy World. What doesn't really make sense is it was probably something on my personal uh, library of music where it was just mistagged, right? Right. Uh, I have no no scrabbles for Look at You. So I must okay. not have. I don't know if I had that album at all for for four tracks on there, and it's an opener on that one. Uh, no plays for "Look at You." I had three uh, cars for "Look at You." Wow! On Last FM, uh, 2010 and two in 2019. Okay, and then uh, cars. I had five scrabbles, uh, two in 2010, and then three in 2011. One on August 3rd at 6:48 p.m. Again, I think I mentioned this last time. That was a Wednesday. Uh, I had just bought my condo, uh, oh. and then you go you go to the one the one scrabble I have for Mamacita, which was August fourth, two thousand eleven, at two fifty five a.m. And this one's listed under the red album in parentheses custom. I have no idea hmm. how that got in there. Uh, I think what happened is I was just going through my library, and this stuff played. Yeah, I can't imagine. I, I guess I was still working at at three in the morning when Mamacita. <laughs> <laughs> and I just let it roll. Yeah. Maybe. But I think that's it. I don't know if there's anything else, any any deeper digging I can do into this wow. track. What year was uh, that? I must have uh 2011. What what day was it? Uh, Wednesday, August 4th. Oh, so this was actually was February Thursday. 6th, 2011 for cars. Okay. Uh 
Yeah, I don't know what it was with the 2011 that that uh, brought them back yeah. in. Yeah, I guess this would have been Thursday technically, but still. So I think that's it. We can put that to bed. So I must have either I labeled it wrong and said, oh, I hear him saying Mamacita. So I put that in there as the title and then it got it got scrabbled as such. So get so. this. The look at you has 5,968 scrabbles across 2,084 right. listeners. And Cars has 18.3 thousand scrabbles from 6,634 listeners. So uh, three and a half times as many yeah. listeners for Cars. Yeah. And I like that recording better. Yeah. so I did. Let, I liked it. Let's listen. Since you like Cars better, let's listen to Look at You. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> and, uh, and, and get a lay of the land here. Okay. So here's Look at You. It says KLOS energy. Yeah. <laughs> KLOS. Ah, yeah. Nice little break. So good. I really like the <laughs> it's it's catchy. It is. It's so damn catchy. Do you want me to play it through the last time. minute or I kind of do. Yeah. All right, here we go. Let's listen to the rest of this. So that was Look at You, uh, that album or that that uh, Seven Inches opening track, right? Yes. And now we're going to jump into Cars. <laughs> I thought that was you oh, in the geez. background. <laughs> <laughs> I am an ice chewer.
a lost dude range track. Yeah, isn't it? We go back to their bully work here. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just picture him with like a big gulp? They just went to 7-Eleven or Circle K. Yeah, totally. Now, what is that? That was uh, that Sweet Child of Mine, right? Sweet Child of Mine, yeah. yeah, that's that riff. Okay. These guys, man. <laughs> so, and it's oh boy, still not computer. over. Computer. Yeah. Scientific doesn't sound exactly like that, but no. And that's what I was gonna say goofing. is we should maybe listen to a little bit of scientific. They're still fucking around. Huh? Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I know. I got one more second. So, uh, yeah, that was. That was the version. I mean, probably because it's cleaner. Uh, we can listen to a little bit of scientific. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Bring this up just so you can hear the. And it's just the beginning here. Let's listen to this. It's a seven-minute song, by the way. So dissonant. Yeah. So not really the same riff. Right, no. Uh, oh, and that's another thing, is that so in the, the annotations for this, I think that uh, the wiki will have to, will, will give a couple of suggestions on edits. This is what they say at the end. So there's some ice chewing, and then he says, hey, hey, guys, hey, I think, hey. Then they have the sweet child of mine riff, and then he goes, hey, dude, dude, Jim Satriani. Uh, and then we have, we hate you, we hate you, you're a Nazi. That's what it says, but it's actually saying, you're nothing. You're nothing. Whoa. So that's what he's saying. (laughs) But uh, Jim Satriani is a play on. Are you familiar with Joe Satriani? Uh, So uh, I know it's a person. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yes. So when my dad got me into Stevie Ray Vaughan, I listened on my own to Gary Moore. And then he got me into Robert Cray. And I found Gary Hoey. And then also Joe Satriani played alongside like the same time as Steve Vai. They're like these mid 80s. Uh, very intricate metal, not really metal, but they're... They're like the Travis Barkers of the 80s, kind of. but guitar players. But here, this is one of my favorite songs. I, I have a Shazam for this track. I listened to it. It was on uh, KTYD one time, and I had it's like, this sounds so cool. Not K-Cool? No, <laughs> no. This is about 25 seconds of intro, but once that, once the introduction and the song starts, I just want to get what image you have in your mind. So let's... This is called Summer Song. This is Joe Satriani. All right, here comes that the riff. 
Mm. I mean, this doesn't mean anything specific, but what vibe does it give you? This is like uh, playing volleyball on the beach. <laughs> this is like a Saved by the Bell uh, uh, at uh, at the beach um, montage. Exactly. Malibu Sands montage. What I thought. Um, so my mind went to Baywatch, actually. Oh, sure. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and I want to ask you a technical question for, from an editor's standpoint. When you have, you're switching, let's say you're switching... Um, you're switching shots, and yeah. you do the shot where it's it's one of those montage scenes, but instead of a dissolve or a cut, you do – it's kind of like a wipe where it looks like the camera pans to the left, and there's a blur in the middle, and then it stops on the next shot. It's a whip pan. It's a whip pan? Yep. Okay. <laughs> now, And uh, my, my Red Giant Universe plug-in – comes with that you could you could fake it you could make one manually uh-huh um, but it's much easier to just throw one on um if you have the plug-in okay yeah because what it would or do also is also a swish pan but yeah swish pan or a whip pan yeah but it just it yeah. would smear the pixels wide yes okay all right um now yeah. yeah 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 exactly that's how it would do it ideally you would do it like like the office would cut on the camera panning all the time that they would hide cuts in the pan to make it look like a single shot all the time. And lots of people do that, but I feel like the office was where I really started seeing that. Yeah. Um, but if you're on two static shots and you're just wiping between them and it's a, it's a blur, it's a swish pan. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> I had to look up. Uh, I wanted, and I, because I was in that mood listening to summer song, I wanted to look up uh, the worst episodes of Baywatch. Cause I watched it a lot <laughs> in the afternoons. <laughs> And I had no idea. I, I can't believe I hadn't seen this episode. There is one called, uh, let's see, where is it here? It was, the, I think it was the last one here. Nope, it was number four. Now sit right back and you'll hear a tale. And this is the synopsis of the episode. Mitch is not pleased to find his Baywatch staff glued to reruns of Gilligan's Island at headquarters. He shuts down the TV just as Captain Thorpe arrives. Mitch sends them off on their various assignments while Eddie is making his way toward a couple young lovers. He slips and hits his head on the tower ramp. Things begin to go very odd at this point. When Eddie and Shawnee have helped a girl on a wave runner, the scare won't start. And Eddie and Shawnee find themselves stranded on an island on an island where they meet Gilligan and Marianne. And they take them back to Baywatch where they find out that Captain Thorpe had won a $70 million lottery ticket. Uh, Thorpe buys a boat and names the boat Minnow 2 on that boat. They are going to sail out and try to find the rest of Gilligan and Marianne's crew, but the boat ends up in the middle of a storm and the gang is stranded again. Then a man sings a song and introduces the people, Gilligan, the Skipper, and the Millionaire. That Of all of these, there's 25 terrible episodes. That one is by far the longest description. Um, but I also <laughs> saw that the director is Douglas Schwartz, and I thought, Gilligan is on this, Marianne. Uh, yeah. Douglas Schwartz, what's his relationship to Sherwood? Turns out it's his dad. Right? Yeah. God. So his dad, Douglas Schwartz, is the son. And I guess Lloyd is one of the sons, too. He's a writer on this show. But I had no idea that Douglas Schwartz ran this. In fact, this is a quote. <laughs> Baywatch creator, series creator Douglas Schwartz was ready to decline the offer until he received advice from his father, Sherwood Schwartz, who was the creator of Brady Bunch and Gilligan's Island. And, and this is what uh, Sherwood says. Doug, this is the golden opportunity that you will probably never have again. Baywatch can be your Brady Bunch. Go and buy oh back your rights. See if you could put it into first-run syndication because you have something on the other shows don't. A hit show in foreign television. So he stuck with it. How bizarre. I know, right? I want to see this. <laughs> that episode? 
Yeah. It, it, yeah. There's a there's a clip on it. I'm sure it's on YouTube. Uh, it's one of the later episodes. You can tell. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. This is jumping the shark for sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's a, that that's incredible. Yeah. So you know, I, it, that's where my mind went when I heard Joe Satriani's song. <laughs> but you had the, the imagery right. It's like this is this is volleyball. This is like uh, Muscle Beach. This is yeah. yeah this is a um, this is a, all that all that Southern California beach stuff. Here's a couple blurbs that I have from the old archived website from the early 2000s. Uh, this is what they had to say about 1,234 seven inch. This is another one of our first releases put out by Wooden Blue Records. It's a four song seven inch that is more of the pop punk variety. If you have this one, you are a pretty old school Jimmy Eat World fan. It is also out of print. So that's what they had about one, two, three, four, seven inch. Uh -huh. And the self-titled, here's the blurb from the old site. This was our first full length on CD only. It was also put out by Wooden Blue Records, and it is currently out of print. It is more on the pop punk side of things. We will let you know if and when this gets repressed, but don't hold your breath because it's not our best stuff, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I love the qualifier, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like he was like hinting at something else. Like, no, you're just you just literally mean it's not your best <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I, I, I think uh, no, I know yeah, exactly what you Yeah, mean. I know. Yeah, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about this. I, no. <laughs> pretty clear. Yeah. Um, and here is the bit from Christ69 from Song Meetings. I don't remember which version of the song this was on. My guess is Cars. Oh, it is, because they're referring to that outro. He doesn't say we're Nazis. It's Tom saying Jim Satriani as a joke in the uh, on the legendary riff maker Joe Satriani. That's Jim who then plays the riff. So I think they're conflating two things. And also you said he's saying you're nothing. Yeah. Um, which I like, which is kind of more of a play on uh, you get nothing yeah. from uh, <laughs> Willy Wonka. Yeah, yeah. Um, Good now, day. I didn't hear this, and this is in the lyrics at, at, in the intro. Maybe it's buried in there. Okay, Tom, take a drink now. And uh, it was listed on the lyrics on Genius as a line that was there and Chris six, nine refers to it here. Okay. Tom, take a drink. Now is spoken by Mitch, the old bassist. Tom then sticks his microphone in a big McDonald's cup full of ice. Mitch is also heard saying that's so funny. So funny ice. <laughs> um, so Mitch featured on vocals. Yeah. On, I was wondering uh, who song. that was. Maybe the only, uh, Mitch vocal that we hear uh, on any of these things. Yeah. Uh, the end of the song has struck from the demo version of this, of this song. That version is about four minutes longer and has much more conversation at the beginning and end. They just cut it down and named it. Look at you. And then later cars. The song is full of ironic statements like, Hey, now look at you way cool on time is the saying she's looking uncool and she's late. And it doesn't have to mean looking out for me when it really does. I don't know what any of that last paragraph means, but I thought the other stuff was kind of cool. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Oh, and then get this, right? So we've talked about this on one, two, three, four, seven inch on the artwork. Mitch is not listed. Like Mitch is listed in the thank yous and it says Mitch played bass. Thank you. But then he is a full member on the self-titled release 
but then he's not, uh, there's a lot of weirdness here. <laughs> so it's just interesting uh, that like, was Mitch like almost always like kind of like, was he the guy in the band that was like uh, in the band, but then like never was like walking around talking about he was in the band and he didn't really ever bring anybody to the shows. And, like, you like, know what I mean? You know, like he's just kind of phoning it in. <laughs> Not phoning it in, but like just not like gung ho about being in the band. Like it was just a thing he did. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't his uh, mission in life. That's a better way to describe so it. Like just so I thought thing. that was interesting because we always sort of thought like, oh, Mitch must have been out of the band by then. But then this exact same song comes out later that year, and he's listed as being in the band on the liner notes. So anyway, yeah, that was interesting. You got any other cool track notes about this? Song? Um. Uh. Not really. I did. I did go through the lyrics. If you want me to, to walk through those. Oh, geez, we, we didn't never, even do that. I know. I'm it's, so it's, sorry. It's, it's, no, it's because I jumped into the uh, the end. The end of that track. Just, well, to, ending, just to clarify. The ending is so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So it does start with uh, "Okay, Tom, take a drink now." So that is Mitch Porter. Okay. Uh, this is how it starts. So once they go into that double time, that boo cat, boo cat, boo cat, boo cat, boo cat, and it it starts with this verse. My oh my, can you save my life? It doesn't have to mean looking out for me. I I think they're saying, can you be the one to save me? Can you can you bring me out of this funk? You don't have to watch over me. You don't have to care for me. I'm a big boy. Um, yeah. I think you're going to see where I'm going with this track. So my oh my, can you save my life? It doesn't have to mean looking out for me. Then there's a pre-chorus. Yep. Hey now, look at you. Way cool on time. I get the, the ironic mm-hmm. way that they're saying that. I see. I kind of think... I kind of think it's like a guy that's looking at one of his friend's mom, moms driving up in like a minivan, like <laughs> like Stacy's mom kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe got a little bit a uh, little bit of a crutch a crush on them and uh but then it, it's tough because it just seems so tongue in cheek with the chorus here. <laughs> right? There's no room for mamacita, no room for mamacita. Now, uh I think there's no room for Mama Sita just means there's there, he's unable to have her in his life. If it's if it's his friends that he this could never be this this uh, Oedipal complex that he has. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this soccer mom friend of his, his his, you know, his buddy would never like my mom. Seriously, dude, like that kind of situation. <laughs> there's no room for Mama Sita. Uh, so he's unable to have her in his life. Now, uh, I did want to go back to. Was, oh, it was I Love Jim on May 15th, 2002 on the song meanings comment for Cars. LOL, how can you not laugh when they sing about some mamacita? <laughs> how can you not, man? I was sitting here snapping my fingers when we were listening to the uh, the track off of the uh, the EP earlier. But the literal translation of mamacita is little mother, but the figurative and more accurate translation is hot mama. <laughs> right? <laughs> and uh, not really used to describe an actual mother, just like uh, like... Not like a like mama or mamita. It would be like ooh, mamacita, right? And so think AC Slater. Yeah, oh. <laughs> man, we were getting getting in that nineties. Hey, yeah. <laughs> oh man, Jesse. <laughs> and then, oh yeah, oh yeah. That's one thing in here. So it says no room for mama. There's no room for mamacita. There's no room for mamacita. And all the lyrics that I saw had her saying or had uh, Tom singing. Sit tight, she said. No, it's there's no room for mama. See, touch, she said. So it's not sit right, tight. Yeah, she said. that's what I thought touch, too. Yeah, it's so interesting. Yeah, right. So I get you know once one person says it, you can't. It's hard to not hear it. But when I listen to it closely, he's just saying there's no room for mama. See, touch, she said. Yeah, 
And then the last different lyric here is verse two, where uh, again, a little bit, a little bit tongue in cheek here, a okay. And that's what she'll say while falling on the ground, things in her hand. So there were lyrics, leaves in her hair, that uh, leaves in her hair, right. but you're saying things, uh, in her things hand. in her hand. Now I get the vision. I think he's fantasizing about the mom lying on the ground, like very like picture American beauty, but like outside in fall weather like yeah. right right underneath a tree and she's just sitting out there with her hair all totally yeah instead of the rose petals uh, yes <laughs> such as grass and some fall leaves that's what i imagine he's he's seeing here he's just fan that's more my brand <laughs> right oh man uh with so holding a uh what is it the pumpkin spice latte that's right yeah. esl oh man yeah that is your brand almond milk baby yeah <laughs> And so then we have the cor- the pre-chorus again. Hey, now look at you, way cool on time. Uh, to pick up pick up his buddy. I don't know if it's in the Dodge Caravan, the teal colored one, <laughs> soccer mom sticker on the back. But there's no room for Mamacita, no room for Mamacita. There's no room for Mamacita, no room for Mamacita. And then I don't know what they say right at the end there. It's it's something that's not right necessarily. Mumbled, yeah, me neither. Yeah, I don't know. Clear. What and then you have the the ice chewing again, and then they have their little outro of them talking about uh, the, the little spoken outro, and that's it. There's not much of it, but I definitely got uh, I definitely got uh, mom crush vibes from it. Totally. <laughs> Did you have a crush on any of your friends' moms? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I remember the first time I went to Robert Leininger's house, and his mom answered the door. I thought it was his sister, <laughs> and he hates that I tell him how hot his mom is. <laughs> It's hard to hear that. And yeah. And the guy, the guy whose mom I had a crush on, he t- he jokes about me and having a crush on my mom. <laughs> but he gives me those <laughs> eyes like he isn't even joking. He goes, eh, shut the hell up. <laughs> so, you know, tit for tat, man. Totally. <laughs> oh, man. So I have some other uh, fake notes. These are fakish. Uh, the line, look at you, was used in the song Polaris uh, when he says, I feel that when I'm old, I'll look at you and know the world was beautiful. Yeah. So look at you shows up later in the band's catalog. <laughs> uh, okay. This was interesting. This is from the old, old blog and this is in the invented era uh, backstage at Jay Leno. This was posted March 31st, 2005. So actually this is, it must've been. So I found it on the invented version of the site. Got it. But I do think that I bookmarked it later so I could easily see every post at the same time. So uh, this is uh, uh, more Futures era. Oh, my God. Guess who just texted me right now? Robert Leiniger. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm t- dude, his ears were burning. <laughs> yeah. I said, ha, 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 dude, I was just talking about how hot your mom is on Jimmy Eat Pod. <laughs> but he did send me this incredible photo of uh, Splash Mountain, and he said, I can't get over how good this camera is. <laughs> and we also know that you had a crush on his mom. He said, ugh, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'll tell you later. Yeah, oh, man. When worlds collide. <laughs> That's so funny. I was like, why is he texting me? I didn't say it. Like, I didn't text him that. <laughs> That's so funny here. I'll send you this great photo of uh, Splash Mountain. I'm assuming he just took. Okay, so... uh Futures Era, Backstage at Leno. Uh, This is written by Zach, March 31st, 2005. 
Yo, everybody. First off, the European tour was amazing. Thanks to all who came out. We are now back in the U.S. for a short while. Today, we are shooting a performance for The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. From our experience, Jay is the nicest late-night host. Always stops by and says hi, make sure everyone's all good. I like Jay, and he has rad cars. So that's how this came up. Was <laughs> Cars, <laughs> it cars. Said, it said cars, <laughs> yeah. Uh, today, he's got a rad Buick. Apparently, he has a garage by LAX that's the size of Kmart. Uh, we're going to play work tonight for the first time on TV. Should be fun. Jimmy Fallon is on the show as well. That's interesting. Ooh. Current host of the Tonight Show. Right. Guesting on the, yeah, Tonight, the show. Tonight Show. Uh, Saturday, we head to Japan. That's it for now. Check in later. Make sure you all tune in or TiVo. Oh Leno my tonight. goodness. I miss my TiVo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Are they still around? Uh. The company is still around. My dad has a TiVo. I really enjoy it when I'm at his place, but like I just don't have TV. So I did have an over-the-air TiVo, and I still have it. Um, but you have to pay $12 a month. And I was like, I just don't want to pay for the service. But I love the service. I love the product. Yeah. It's so great. Um, and uh, it is easier than torrenting things. But uh, I just don't, uh, sorry, I don't want to pay $12 yeah. a month. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so anyway, I think they have a terrific product, but yeah, I, I don't currently have or use a TiVo. Um, uh, and then, oh, finally, I found this very odd. Zach has posted a lot about the movie Cars. <laughs> huh. Interesting. Like, and I say a lot, just seemingly, seemingly consistently over the years, he's posted about the the. Uh, movie cars like once a year consistent yeah i would maybe once every other year but like in a uh, in a positive light so uh somebody named alex medina june 15th 2017 says favorite pixar movie and then uh right after that says hot take inside out was okay and then andy baron all these people are verified by the way if you tell me you like cars more than inside out (laughs) <laughs> and then uh, Snow White gif where she's kissing and waving and then the, the word unfollow comes from oh, her lips and then Zach <laughs> responds to Andy Barron Cars 1 one of the most profound movies ever made and that's just like the funniest of the posts that I found but like consistently over the years I think he even responded to somebody one time he was like oh my god I loved your guesting on that on this one podcast and your breakdown of the movie cars at the end and I'm like what the hell he loves cars (laughs) so and that's Zach and the movie cars what do you think about the movie cars I I remember hearing about it in like 2000 it came out in 2008 I want to say maybe 2006 when when did cars come out was it really 08 2004 six um so i think i heard about it when i was in high school so 2002 2003 and i was like oh my god pixar is gonna make a movie about cars this is gonna be incredible and then of course i go see it and i'm like this is the best pixar movie um now it's what's funny is it's essentially doc hollywood um (laughs) the michael j fox movie from the 90s and it's a pretty like i I, even doc hollywood's probably like you know, a, a pretty worn story trope, but uh, I loved cars so much as a kid or as a kid uh, when it came out and uh, cars two is so, so bad. And no matter how good cars three was cars two was so bad that I just couldn't 
care less about Cars 3. Well, and now Cars um, 2, was that the one where he meets the girl that's in the, the Porsche Boxster and... No, that's Cars 1. Oh, that's Cars 1. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's where he he goes to... Uh, he gets lost. He goes to Radiator Springs. The Porsche is there. They fall in love. And uh, and that's and that's the movie. It's the story of Doc Hollywood. Cars two is where he goes and races in Monaco, and then all of a sudden Mater becomes like a spy. It's like a Bond movie. It's so bad. Oh, you never saw it. <laughs> oh, it's don't. So maybe you should watch Cars and Cars three, and I think you'll be okay. Uh, and you know, I, I put in Cars two in, into Google, and people also ask why is Cars two and in, in all caps so bad. <laughs> Cars 2. I was hoping the question was just going to be, why is Cars 2? <laughs> Cars 2 is widely and rightly derided as the worst Pixar movie ever. It's busy, frantic, nonsensical, and lacks heart. According to Rotten yeah. Tomatoes, it's the worst reviewed Pixar movie by a considerable margin. <laughs> its rating of 39% so is abysmal. <laughs> and it has Michael Caine. Yeah. Michael Caine. <laughs> Don't do the raspy voice. Um, but yeah, it's it's... It's insanely bad. It's such a left turn for the franchise. That's it's just a like, bummer. what the fuck was John Lasseter thinking? <laughs> Ugh. Anyway. Um, so that's all I have for track notes. Okay. Uh, let's see. Is there anything else that I have track note wise? Nope. That was it. I found this post on Reddit. Uh, somebody, a user, a tier ramp. What? A ter- yeah. A Terra MPW. I guess P.I.W. Yeah, it's weird. Favorite track off self-titled 1994 album. Um, and it seems you found it as well. Uh, and uh, 63YT a year ago says cars, I think, or race car. I don't know which one, but I think it's the last track. <laughs> <laughs> that was September t- 10th, 2020. Um, but nice to see cars getting a uh, now. Now I can think about Pixar cars when I say it. Uh, some love on the subreddit. Yeah. And uh, anything else from community for you? Let's see. I've got, oh, there were some mentions in here. Was it cars? Yeah. They mentioned big cars a lot and that gets kind of. Yeah, I know. Right? I had to do uh, cars in quotes minus big. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now. Um, oh, they were just getting a complete B sides list and somebody did. Brian Ashton did mention. Look at you down at the bottom there. Uh, Mr. Colty five. There you go. Yeah, I've had a huge addiction to Jew for a long time now, and I've listened to every album and almost every EP of theirs plenty of times. Here's what I think the best song from each album is. Now, on the one, two, three, four EP, they did they did choose one thousand two hundred thirty four runner up. Look at you. So I guess out of four yes. tracks, <laughs> it, it didn't yeah. uh, beat out a lot of other ones, but it shows up there. And then I love that. <laughs> I love this. I'm not a huge fan of this release. But it's a punk, a fun punky P. O T T H T F is the highlight of this album for me. So I'm assuming that's one, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> one thousand two hundred. One thousand two hundred thirty four. Oh, I see. That's yeah. that's ridiculous. I know. It is absolutely. I saw that and I was like, what the hell? Why would they do that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and this was okay, this one was go ahead. What were you gonna say? Oh, that was that. I was just laughing about that. Okay. Um, this got me a little confused here. Not difficult to do. Uh, <laughs> bro, can we get Last Ride of the Night on Goliath? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Uh, eight months ago, my top 10 Jimmy E. World album closers. I, I'm assuming it's it's 
listed numerically in the opposite order on purpose, saying their first one, which would be in 10th place, because, hmm. and this is why I'm thinking this, David, he put cars as their first choice and 23 as their 10th, right? Oh. <laughs> Does that make sense? So Are they being edgy? Well, like, <laughs> I'm just assuming that tw- maybe, because it goes in this order. Cars, congratulations, mixtape, you were good, my sundown, Paul Roger, Anderson Mesa, Dizzy, Goodbye Sky Harbor, and then 23. I have to assume that Dizzy, Goodbye Sky Harbor, and 23 are their top three. Mm. But still great, I feel, that Cars is even in the running, right? Yeah. And then... Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, Speedy27 also comments. I'm feeling this, actually. Can can definitely get behind. Congrats at the bottom of the pile. So, yeah, he put uh, Speedy27, Cars, You Were Good, Congratulations, Mixtape, Anderson Mesa, My Sundown, Paul Roger, Goodbye Sky Harbor, Dizzy, and 23. Dizzy, 23, man. Way up there. Um, yeah, so I guess he goes on to list them and explains why he loved them. Cars, I haven't actually listened to this album all the way through. Sorry. So he must have just listened to the first or this the, that last track or whatever it was and then just chose that. Now, oh, what was that on this? Let's see. Okay, Somewhere I Made a Wish, one year ago, uh, a discussion post. Favorite song from Self-Titled. Gonna be honest, the first time I listened to that album was last night, but I liked it. So far, I really like House Arrest and Reason 346. And then Grev, which we have we've commented on, user Grev, uh, from a year ago. Reason the 346, Scientific, and Cars. And then in all caps underneath, in quotes, hey now, look at you. Way cool on time. <laughs> you gotta put it in there. And the last one. What is the best song off of the original 1994 album, if you had to pick, by Mr. Colty Five two years ago? And we have 63T, the very bottom of the list, with Cars. So their that's choice. Right. Yeah. There we go. That's all I got for community on Reddit regarding this little track. And that's all I have. Uh, okay. Do you want to fire up text to speech? Because Megan Golding are, has blessed us. Are you serious? With- a rendition of Cars. I am. Believe it or not. Okay. Um, all right. Just give me a... Yeah, s- it's not big Cars. Right. And it says, Tom, take a drink now, laughing. it's The lyrics are all here. Okay. The let, gang's all here. Let me just clean this up, and I will be with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I've got some annotations. Welcome to intermission. <laughs> okay, let's see. Yeah. Intermission. Okay. I am ready, Freddy. All right, here we go. Megan Golding's version of Cars. <laughs> okay, Tom, take a drink now. My oh my, can you save my life? It doesn't have to mean looking out for me. Hey, now look at you, way cool, on time. There's no room for Mamacita. No room for Mamacita. There's no room for Mamacita. No room for Mamacita, she said. Sit tight, she said. Oops. We're okay, and that's what she'll say. While falling on the ground, leaves in her hair things in her hand. Hey, now look at you, way cool, on time. There's no room for Mamacita. No room for Mamacita. There's no room for Mamacita. No room for Mamacita. <laughs> the bed music with that voice sounds like a, like a, like a tranquil, like a, 
you're sitting on the edge exactly. of a lake or something. You know, like a, what's the app that I use? Calm. Calm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It puts, you, it puts your mind in a place. Yeah, man. That is the cover I have. Wow. Well, there we go. Um, I believe you and I both shared titles for our rave DJs. We did. Mine's Mamars. <laughs> and mine is Cated. <laughs> so I'm guessing did you did you uh I'm gonna I'm gonna take a stab at this. Did you mix yours with Link 182? I did not. Oh, okay. Care cares. What was did you? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh what song did you okay. mix? So we have referred to this song as that song that comes after Brain Stew. Oh right. That's yeah. always how that's how was, I've always referred to it. But it's actually called Jaded. And, Jaded. and it reminded me so much of this song when they go into that double time, that boom, gap, gap. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so yeah. I put I put cars and Jaded together and came up with Cated. Would you like to hear this? Yes, I would love okay, to. Okay, here we go. This is called Cated. Now I thought that it would mix it well with the with the timing. We'll see how this does. Hopefully it's not a train wreck. So far, so good. It's got Mitch's bass line in there. This part works. Yeah. (laughs) I thought this was going to be the part that... No. It slowed down, right? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, man. Oh, that man. That was a ride. It was. I th- And I thought it was going to... Did they speed up Green Day and slow down Jimmy World? No, because the Jimmy World one, it was even faster when they went to the double oh. time. I thought that's what they would mix yeah. it with. All right. M- Mamars. I am... Mamars. I'm very... So I Googled Mamacita song. I was like, what song says Mamacita? And Black Eyed Peas put out a new song last year, um, uh, right at the beginning of COVID. And uh, it's called Mamacita, and it's featuring a bunch of people. I don't know. I got, I got, there's too many people for me. I was like, Black Eyed Peas. It's a Black Eyed Peas song. <laughs> so I couldn't believe, Justin, how good it sounds at the beginning. It falls off, but it sounds incredible at the beginning. All right, let's see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> so it falls off there, but. <laughs> it kind of sinks back up a little bit later, and it works. It's so bizarre. Should I keep it going? 
Nah, nah, you can stop it. That was good. Right? It made it almost a minute, and I was I was I was loving it. Yeah. So uh yeah, that oh uh what what else did I say? Oh, I did want to talk about this. So when I saw Black Eyed Peas, it made me think, oh my gosh, so I don't see Fergie in this video anywhere. So I go down the rabbit hole, what's up with Fergie? Is she not in the band anymore? And as far as I can tell, she's not in the band anymore. I don't think there's any animosity or anything. But it made me think how like the Black Eyed Peas were around for seven years before she joined the band and like was a very great hip hop group. And then they just became like the Taco Bell of hip hop groups. <laughs> and it made me think of, I, I've referenced the show before, the Kroll show did an incredible piece that I want to watch with you now. Okay. <laughs> um, Love Nick Kroll. That is, it's called Beats and Rice. <laughs> and it's essentially the story. I remember watching this live and I was dying because I used to always say this is what happened to the Black Eyed Peas. And he did like basically the life and death of the Black Eyed Peas as a sketch. It's incredible. <laughs> Beats and Rise, Free Your Mind, director Sam I am. am. I'm Sam I am. This your boy Scuba. I'm living live. And we about to drop some serious rhymes on your mind. Beats and Rice, what's up? I'm Jason, man. I've been checking you guys out on the internet. Unbelievable and that's Tim stuff. Heidecker. I want to get you guys on my yeah. video here. Take a look at this. Okay. You're not going to change the message, all right? I'm not going to change the message. You kidding me? The message is the key. Hey, listen, sweetheart, come here. I want to introduce you to somebody. This is Lady DIY. She's the newest singer in the group. Okay, why don't you guys get to know each other? Everybody, we're going to have a lot of fun. Everybody get up there. Okay, scuba. Free Up your cellular plan. Tyranny and contract, different plans keeping me down. Lose a service, man, I look like a clown. It's how we all come together in the best plan we ever had. It's all USA, Germany. Restrictions are exactly what happened to the black guys. Great show, guys. Great show. Listen, I got a great way to make some easy money. I'm talking about getting in the big box stores. Well, what about our message? The message, I'm talking about combining this sex here with fitness. Okay? That's why, listen, I had to get rid of lemon lime. All right? This is Rem and Rhyme. Hi. I'm a Christian minister. All right, now let's go make some money, guys. Come on. And have some fun, too. All right? The money's gone. We are in the red. The mansion's foreclosed. We got drug problems all around the table. Everybody's on the horse. Everybody, including myself. But we have an untapped market. I'm talking about kids. I'm talking about the little ones. Yeah, but what's the message? The message is hit the kids where it counts. It's a cash grab, okay? It's as much cash as we can grab. We know you can't, don't believe me? Ask Space Baby. Nobody's in a bathtub. Pete in the potty. Tell you every day where you have to go. We just pulled over. How come you didn't tell us when you had to go? Because I didn't ever go home. Go Space Baby. Go Space Baby. Go, go, go Space Baby. What's the message? You're a big boy now. What happened? Oh, man. 
fucking crawl show nailed uh, it, man. Dude. <laughs> With that, Justin, what are your final thoughts on Look at You, Cars? I really like this song a lot. Um, I liked it when it was Look at You, and then I heard it on the EP, and it was Cars, and it was even better. Uh, it, it, it's it's uh, It goes from that uh, little slow intro. You get that, oh, this is a cool song, and then they go double time and pick it up. And uh, yeah, this is, a, this is a banger, man. What about you? I concur. I think this is an absolute fun, great, lost Dude Ranch song. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's pretty incredible. And uh, and it made me happy. You know, I saw uh, Tom DeLong went to uh, the driving range and posted a video. And Zach commented, looking good, dude. <laughs> and it made me think like, man, it's so funny how these dudes like came up playing in punk bands yeah and then you get a song like this like they very much were cut from the same cloth yeah. and took very divergent paths so um so yeah man it's uh it's it's a banger i was pleasantly surprised like i remember it as the no room for mamacita song but i didn't remember much more beyond that uh and so i was happy to hear that um in context and i was happy to whack-a-mole another one of these double songs yeah uh, that exist on multiple releases yeah so. so yeah that's it um so wow uh 101 episodes now uh and uh and i can't wait to continue down this road and until next week be excellent to each other and party on dude